Hi everyone, welcome to Prevention Education, the podcast that teaches you everything about prevention. Thanks for listening and let's get started. Hi everyone, welcome back to another podcast. I'm Kylie and I'm a prevention specialist for the prevention department at Preferred Family Healthcare. And today I have Marty Smith with me. So Marty, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, thank you, Kylie. My name is Marty Smith, and I also work in the prevention department at Preferred Family Healthcare, and I am the Mental Health Awareness Training Grant Manager. Yes, perfect. And we are so lucky to have Marty on our team. She does amazing in her position. So just to kind of jump in, so today what we're going to be talking about is the mental health trainings that we offer as a department. Um, So Marty, would you like to just give kind of an overview of that, and we'll get into some specifics kind of as as we talk? Sure. Yeah, we offer a variety of mental health awareness trainings. Um, Two of the trainings that we offer are mental health first aid. And with mental health first aid, uh, there is one that is specific to adults. And there's also a youth mental health first aid. Um, That youth mental health first aid is actually for adults that have contacts with youth. Um, So that would be maybe a school counselor or somebody um, that is a teacher uh, that, or a parent um, that has a a youth. And um, so this is for adults that have interactions with youth really around the ages of 12 to 18. Um, They do offer offer a teen mental health first aid, which is kind of a peer-to-peer teen um, being a mental health first aider to other teens, but we do not provide that training um, here at uh, Preferred through our MHAT grant, uh, mental health awareness training. So sometimes you may hear us say MHAT, that's what we're talking about. Um, So uh, we offer uh, our mental health uh, first aid trainings, both the youth and adults. We offer those in a, a virtual format. So you do a couple of hours hours of pre-work on the computer at your own pace, super easy, very interactive and engaging. And then we um, have a virtual uh, training that we complete. And then once all of the uh, requirements for the training are completed, individuals will receive a certificate uh, as a mental health first aider that is good for three years. And that's for both youth and adults. So we offer that kind of blended format in virtual. We can also do a blended that um, includes in-person. So you would do that two hours of pre-work again, super easy, self-paced on your computer. And then we would come to your location, whether that's an organization, a school, a healthcare facility, whatever that may look like. And uh, we would come to your location and provide the the instructor-led training in a face-to-face format. So some people are liking face-to-face a little bit more. I found that since COVID, everybody is a little bit Zoomed out, although I know we're Zooming right now, but but, uh, people are a little bit Zoomed out. So they're really interested in kind of getting back to that face-to-face format. Um, But again, the virtual option really offers up a lot of opportunities and um, a super convenience for a lot of people. Um, The other thing too, is that in those trainings, we can also offer a full course that is all in person. So most of those are pretty much an all day course. Um, And so uh, that's another option. Uh, One of the other trainings that we provide through our grant is QPR, which is question, persuade and refer. And that is our suicide prevention training. Um, And that as well can be done online, or it can also be done in a face to face uh, format. 
Um, we also provide mental health and that's about an hour long. Um, we also provide our mental health awareness training workshops and those are evidence informed workshops that are about a half an hour to 45 minutes in length. And uh, we have a variety of topics um, that are uh, based around mental health. Um, for instance, we have um, some related to self care, just general mental health information. We have one that is about how do I start the conversation about mental health. You know, it yeah. seems to be so easy for people to start that conversation about physical health. Oh, I see you broke your ankle. How are you doing? I hope your recovery goes well, get well soon. But it's not always easy to have that conversation about mental health. And so how do you get that conversation started? How do you recognize some signs and symptoms? And then once you do, then uh, what's that next step? Um, yeah. And so uh, there's a variety of different topics that we have. Those can also be presented as well in the virtual or in a person format. So we really try to offer up a variety of trainings uh, to meet individuals' needs and then also to in different formats to be able to meet their needs. Um, all of those topics related to, uh, to mental health and the importance of mental health awareness. Yeah, of course. And I think something that's really cool about all these options are first the, the eight-hour mental health first aid. That seems like a lot, but it's full of great information. And like Marty said, you have that certification for three years and you'll have to do it again after the three years to get that recertification. But you learn so much information in those eight hours and the you have to do some pre-work too, but it just gets you ready for the class, kind of gets you ready to jump into conversations with other people and try to learn and dig deeper into mental health. And so I know that eight hours can be a little scary for some people, but all the other options are super great. I love the workshops that you guys do. I think the self-care one is one of my favorite things to attend. And there, MHAT's also getting into the back to school ones and just really branching out with these workshops. And so if you don't want to do an eight hour training, you can kind of pop into one of these workshops and still learn about mental health or how to take care of yourself, how to take care of the loved ones around you. And it just offers such a wide range of mental health awareness, which I think is huge right now. And so you can take an hour QPR class, you can take a 30 minute workshop, or you can take the full on eight hour training. And they're all amazing, no matter what you choose. So well, thank, thank you very much, Kylie. And we do try to um, create a calendar uh, that's usually about three months worth of training. So, you know, if you're kind of sitting down trying to organize um, your own personal and professional schedule, um, then that gives you some opportunities. We also try to schedule our times at different times. So, you know, not everybody has lunch from 12 to 1. So we have some in the morning, we have some in the evening, we have some in the mid-afternoon, late mornings, you know, yeah, we have some at lunch too. So, um, so we really try to offer up a variety of times um, that are most convenient for, for people or to give them some options. And all of those postings um, can be found on Eventbrite as well. So um, that's where if somebody wanted to register, they would go into, they can get that Eventbrite um, link off of um, our PFH prevention website. And then they can go into Eventbrite and they can register for the class. And then you'll get an email email back from us that says, hey, great, thanks for registering for the class. Here's the link. Um, call us if you have any questions, that sort of thing. So, um, and then we, you know, make that connection with you after um, after you register for the training. And they're all free, 100% free, absolutely yes. free. 
Um, yeah. If you have an organization and you want us to travel to your organization, that is all free. It is truly free. So um, everybody loves that word. That's why I keep saying it um, because, uh, yeah. you know, it's a great thing. And it's great just to build your, your knowledge about mental health. Um, I think also too, it helps to create a little bit more comfort kind of around um, the topic of mental health. And also just, as I said earlier, starting that conversation, I always say it's kind of in most of our trainings, it's how do I recognize something? Now I've recognized it. Now, what do I do? And yeah. then how can I connect the individual to the resources that they need? Um, yeah. Again, after you've received the training, it doesn't mean that you're necessarily that, uh, that person that's able to, to be that resource for them, um, but you can connect them to that resource. You know, yeah. um, we, we're not um, licensed counselors or therapists. Um, so if you are out in the community and you recognize something, you can still make a difference and you can still learn how to recognize how to have that conversation, how to be there and inspire and provide that hope for the individual that's having uh, a struggle with their mental health or possibly yeah. with substance use. And, um, and then also too, how can you connect them to the resources or what are those resources? Yeah. And that's one of the things that we do with all of our trainings. We always provide a resource sheet. It's actually about three pages long, and it includes mental health resources, uh, both national, state, and then specific to your community. So on Eventbrite, we ask what community, what county you live in, um, and then we're able to look and say, oh, this individual lives in Adair County. Here are some specific resources in your county. Um, and so we try to personalize it a little bit more as well with the, the mental health resources that we provide um, after the completion of all of our trainings. So we yeah. recognize that that's another really important part of, of addressing um, any mental health concerns or challenges somebody may have. Yeah. I think a really um, key point that you brought up is the fact that having this knowledge doesn't mean that you are responsible for someone else or um, taking on, I guess, the load of someone. It's pretty much just helping someone, being a step stool for them to find a professional person that can help them. And no one should ever have to take on additional burdens. That's why we have professionals in this field. And so that's one thing MHAT does. And one of the main things is refer, try to find places that you can refer people because that's huge. I know a lot of us want to kind of act like those professionals and take on those burdens, um, but that can also hurt you if you're taking on five people's burdens and trying to figure out how to help them. That's really draining to that person as well. And so finding those references and using those references and just encouraging others in your life to get help is huge. And trying to make the, I put this in air quotes, I know the people listening <laughs> won't be able to see the air quotes, but the stigma, like there's always been this thing where we're trying to get rid of that and not have a stigma associated with this because mental health is really important and everyone whether we know it or not, could be struggling with something with mental health and just being a helpful ear and knowing how to react is, is really big nowadays. So, yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree with you. Um, and, and what, um, 
going back to the referral piece that you were kind of talking about, you know, the referral doesn't always look like um, a structured referral that you're yes. necessarily referring somebody to a mental health facility or even a, a provider. It might be um, that there's a support group or it might be what kind of self-care activities do you like to do? And then the yeah. individual shares that with you. And, you know, it might be that, hey, if it's a youth, well, did you know that you like to play board games? Did you know that they have a chess club at your high school or whatever it might be. So sometimes it's um, those simple kind of, of referrals um, and they're very impactful as well and can make a difference. So, um, yeah. you know, th that's something for, um, for people not to shy away from. And I think too, um, you kind of mentioned talking about that stigma. I always say, you know, if somebody fell down, we would lend a hand. We would go over to them. We would extend our hand. Can I help you up? Are you okay? Do you need me to call somebody for you? Do you need to see a doctor? Do you need an ambulance? Whatever it might be, you know, depending on the situation. Um, yeah. But I think it's really important for us to increase mental health awareness so that we can increase that comfort zone to lend that hand yeah. um, to say, hey, are you okay? And then, um, you know, there's been a, a public service awareness that it's okay not to be okay. And yeah, so it's okay on the yeah. other side, you know, for people to be aware that, hey, it's okay to say that you're not okay. Mm -hmm. Not everybody has to be, um, you know, happy and, and everything is perfect and roses all over. Um, for most of us, you know, we have days that are like that and we have days that are very much not like that. So, yeah. um, so it's, it's okay to lend a hand. And I like to just encourage people that, um, you know, don't, don't be scared to reach out to people. I think sometimes we're hesitant to, yes. to say, if we recognize that something is, is of concern to you, uh, with somebody else, sometimes we're hesitant to say, um, you know, how are you doing? Or I've seen this, or I've noticed that. So using those I statements can be really helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, it really kind of turns it back to you. So it's, uh, hopefully will be decreasing the chance of somebody getting defensive about, yeah. about maybe what you've recognized. If you say I, instead of you've been doing this lately, I've noticed, you can see kind of the difference there. Yeah. Um, but it's okay to ask those things. You know, we're not being nosy. We're not trying to get into somebody's business. Um, we're really coming from a sincere place of concern in our heart that we are sincerely concerned about the individual, um, about their wellness, about their well-being, and and sometimes too about their safety. Um, so um, you know, it, it's it's okay to to start that conversation. Yeah. Oh my goodness, yes. You brought up so many good points. And I really hope that the people that are listening to this, um, taking everything that Marty is saying right now and signing up for these trainings, please do that. Or just trying to apply some of this stuff in your life, you might be realizing, oh, hey, I have a friend that might have said something one time. And trying to take those first steps, one conversation can make a huge difference in someone's life. One word can make a huge difference. And just being seen sometimes is what people need throughout their day. And so being that friend where you can just send a simple text and say, hey, I hope you're doing well thinking about you or send them if they're, I, I love learning about people's, um, what is the love language? And so mm -hmm. if their love language is receiving gifts, like sending them $5 on Venmo or like dropping off a plate of goodies at their door. Just small things can really help people in big ways. And I think that's really big to talk about. And just, I think people can think that 
my words might not matter or what I do might not matter to someone else, but they do matter and they make a huge difference in people's lives every single day. And so I just wanted to point that out and all this stuff that Marty is talking about, you can dive deeper into yourself. So you can kind of Google this stuff online and you can learn if you want to try to educate yourself on this stuff too, you can do that all on your own. But of course, I think it's easier. I'm a visual person. I love learning from other people. And so signing up for these trainings is a huge thing that you can all do. And it takes probably five minutes to sign up. You just got to find us on Eventbrite, like Marty said. And then the trainings are something that stay in your mind for as long as you allow them to pretty much. So. Well, great. Thank you so much, Kylie. I, I appreciate it. Um, I think it's just really important that um, that we recognize that mental health is a part of us. Um, you know, there's many pieces that make us whole individuals, both that physical health, the mental health. Um, so multiple dimensions of wellness. And um, when we think about our, our wellness as a whole, and then um, also to other people's wellness. So, um, you know, mental health is, is in us and it's around us. And um, it's definitely, especially with the effects of COVID, I think when we talk about mental health, um, especially recently, these past few years, we, we can't um, ignore the effects that COVID has had um, and continues to have um, on, on our society, on the entire world. And we've all been affected by it. And um, so so recognizing the importance of not only our physical health, but also that important connection with your mental health as well is, is just really vital um, to the overall wellness um, of the individual. Yeah. Thank you so much for bringing that up, Marty. Um, so to kind of leave the listeners with a final statement, um, what would that statement be? That's a great question. Um, I think that that my final statement would would kind of go back to that um, knowledge is power. I think that that's really important. It, it just is a few simple words, but it's so true. If you can increase your awareness, you can increase your knowledge. Um, that gives you the opportunity to make a difference in your own life, in the lives of your friends, your family, your coworkers, your community, your world in general. So um, just increasing your knowledge and awareness, um, you definitely can, can make a difference and make an impact. Yes, yes, you can. That's a wonderful way to end this podcast and such great advice. So thank you so much for joining me, Marty. I really appreciate you taking your time out of the day to hop on this podcast. And thank you for all of you guys who are listening. We hope that you can tune into our other podcasts and we hope that you have a wonderful day. So thank you guys so much again. Bye everyone. Thank you everyone. Have a great day and please uh, join in on one of our trainings. We'd love to see you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning into our podcast. Remember to follow us on social media at PFH Prevention. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Spotify, and more podcasting platforms. And make sure to email us at moprevention at pfh.org with any questions, and feel free to call us at 660-627-7404. Thanks for joining us, and have a great day.